Hey guys, thanks for your interest in our podcast. Sometimes a different perspective can be enlightening, and that's what we hope to give to you through our conversations. Make sure to follow us because we'll be covering a wide range of topics. Hope you enjoy. So the real question is, can you bench 225? <laughs> no, you know, you know, do that. We need to do that as the intro. As the intro. That's what I'm trying then, to do, man. And then it cut off. Oh, is it recording now? Why? Well, everything is recording right now. So okay, okay. So you got to be. So the real question is, can you bench 225? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Evil. Uh, yes, I can bench 225. No, let's try to relate that to Magento, eh? Uh, okay, I'm trying to think. How do we relate that to Magento? Can you, bench you need muscle to work with Magento? Yeah, kind of, kind of. So you did, you did bench 225. Yeah, it's physically demanding. Uh, Magento is physically demanding as well, emotionally as well. And when you <laughs> bench 225, it's, uh, there's an emotional aspect to that as well. When you lift it up, you feel like the world is about to fall on you. Uh, and you feel proud, you feel happy, then you come to work and you're happy to work on Magento. Yeah, I don't know if you saw any of the Marvel films, but Infinity Wars, when basically Thanos throws a moon at Iron Man. That's kind of what it feels like when you're lifting 225. <laughs> a moon's being shot at you, and you just got to be the superhero to keep it upright and uh, just push, 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 and grind and push some more. So what's the next step? Uh, the next step, well, uh, 245? Tony was running his mouth a little, so uh, I think 260 is going to be the next step. Mm. Uh, one rep. Uh, I, I think maybe in um, September that can get done. That's far. Yeah. You can do it better. You can do it sooner than that. Yeah, but I might have a, another uh, task to do before that. There's a certain someone that's been uh, wanting to do an MMA match with me. So, uh, <laughs> an MMA match, right? Yeah, I'm prepping. Yeah, not this little well, there's no, there's uh, no wrestling. Pun- I'm not yeah. into uh, this uh, there's no punch allowed, emasculated man. hugging. Um, uh, let's do this uh, yeah. fist-to-fist until uh, yeah. uh, first blood is drawn. B- BJJ for, for the record. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Exactly. And that other person is me, actually, right? Actually, you've you've been you've been challenging me for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to so get. I'm sure you're practicing. Here. You're practicing in well. The thing is, in uh, secret. when I initially challenged, I was just, I didn't calculate that I had to leave for a few weeks on vacation to the other side of the world. And obviously, you can't train uh, on the other side of the world as good as you can on this one. And um, so we got delayed and uh, eyeballing a late summer. Uh, so showdown. when are we getting? Where are we doing that? Um, I think there's a place in uh, Boucherville. Uh, no, it's uh, no, it's in Belay. No, no, it's just after. Place, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll. Uh, oh no, I mean at my at my place. We'll rent a stadium, or we'll move around some desks here. We'll put some pads, and uh, we'll make an event out of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. When? Nah. Uh, let's go for uh, the end of summer. It's on the record, so. Huh? It's on the record. It's all good. <laughs> this is supposed to be known. End of summer. I'll be ready. <laughs> Talk to me, man, about Magento. How do you like it? Uh, so Magento, it's an e-commerce system. It's been around uh, for a while. And it's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's basically a platform. So when you download and install it, you basically kind of yeah. have a functional uh, storefront as well. Now, one of the issues is, do you need a developer? Do you not need a developer? Unlike Shopify, which is a SaaS software as a service, yeah. where it's really kind of you sign in, log in, they take care of the hosting and everything, yeah. but your functionality is limited. Magento, you, you have more freedom, yeah. but you kind of do need a nove- developer yeah, yeah. to get your, uh, your, web, your website set up and any customization you want afterwards, 
obviously has to be done with a Magento. Yeah. Now there is quite a bit if you learn the manual and then, you know you learn the system, you can do a lot yourself from the admin panel. But you know you can only do so much through that. Right. So it really is when you look at Magento and comparing it to some of its competitors today, like particularly Shopify, which targets small to medium sized businesses. It's the ease of use of Shopify versus the freedom yeah. of Magento. That's really the question any sort of business owner has to ask themselves when deciding on the platform. Yeah. One's going to be like Shopify, a monthly fee, but stable. And that's what you pay. That's pretty much it. Magento is going to be your really you own your project. So you got to if there's a bug in there, you got to pay your devs to fix yep. it. You know, if you want customizations, it has to all come out of your yeah. pocket pretty much. So yeah, back to the main point, what is Magento? So an e-commerce uh, platform. So it's a storefront and uh, it has quite a bit of a functionality. It's, it's highly customizable. So it's very good for especially medium to large scale businesses that have certain requirements. Right. They want really custom shipping, uh, stuff like that, or just uh, stuff that you cannot do on Shopify. Exactly. Yeah. It fits their business need and it's been around there for a while. <clears throat> so it has a, a large community behind it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's free. Uh, it's free to get the actual, um, you know, software, yeah. but then obviously you got to pay for hosting yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and the developers. Definitely more expensive than Shopify, you know, uh, Shopify. Well, Shopify. I mean, if you include your dev time. Yeah. The thing is with Shopify is they're doing the Uber model. So they're losing money right now. Yeah. Uh, but because they get new rounds of investors every time, they're able to charge super cheap. But that obviously at some point has to turn. Yeah. And even now the Shopify Plus uh, it's starting to run to $2,000 a month plus. Oh, so, wow. uh, and plus a percentage of your um, uh, transactions. Oh, yeah. uh, they'll take a cut as well. So it, uh, it's not so, yeah. so cheap anymore as it yeah, used to be. Yeah, you have to pay somewhere. For sure. Yeah, you, you're gonna pay. Don't yeah. worry, you're gonna pay. <laughs> the only other, the other thing you could probably also warn certain business owners when they go on Shopify, you have to realize when you put your website on Shopify, they yeah. kind of own it. Yeah, you know, they could kick you off your platform if you don't like it. Uh, so if you're selling yep. something that they don't like, you know, yep. they could always kick you off, and then your business is in some serious trouble. Yeah, we had a client like that. How long did they give him? Uh, they were given until uh, I think uh, December, and then they were gonna their particular and item. It was that they like September, October, August. Yeah, so I think I remember they came to us in the early summer or something, or the, the, <coughs> at okay, least when yeah. we started so they had, development. They, they had a lot of time. Yeah, they had a lot of time, but they was basically right. end of the year, and they were gonna get kicked off uh, Shopify. And uh, you know, had they ignored those warnings yeah. or something, they'd be in a lot of trouble right now. <coughs> so, yeah, one thing about Magento you have to consider is you actually own it. You know, yeah, uh, you host it yourself, you own it. Uh, well, I mean, you get someone to host it, but yeah, you choose the hosting Yeah, there's, a, there's definitely some size of business that you shouldn't be. I mean, like if you're having an e-commerce website and you're not generating 100K, 200K, 300K, like Shopify is probably too expensive. Uh, Magento is probably too expensive for you, right? And, and, and um, because you will, you know, Magento guys are expensive. And if you don't have one in house, um, you're gonna work with a company like us, and and it's 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 very expensive. So you need to have a minimum revenue for sure um, to be considering Magento, and you need to accept that it's gonna cost you a lot of money to maintain and and do the maintenance and service side and all of that crap, you know. And if you start getting into it and you like the customization you will probably get excited about it and want to do all kinds of things, right? Like we see all the time. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. We have to be honest. Like, let's say if a client approaches us and they're obviously very small, yeah. we'll just tell them outright at the beginning, no, this is not the right, because not only are we just Magento developers here, we're also a bit of e-commerce consultants at the yeah, same yeah. time, kind of what is the best market solution yep. for you? What are yep. your options? What are your business needs? And we'll tell someone like a mom and pop shop, for instance, that doesn't have a huge amount of revenue that wants to go online or something, no, start with Shopify. Oh, for it's sure. It's going to be cheaper. Build up your, yep. your sales, build up, a, build up a client base. And then if you want, you once you start making enough money, to afford basically a developer, then you could you could transition uh, transition over to uh, Magento because you know you could do more with yeah, Magento. Yeah. You could customize it. Uh, and then the other thing, kind of, you were alluding to was people they get excited about customizations yeah. and they just basically scope creep to the end of the day. And you have clients that maybe have a budget for a thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar website, and what they kind of imagine in your head is basically. They want to wake up in the morning. They want like a system that reads their brain waves and then it fulfills every order and everything is done for them and they go back to bed. And so sometimes what they ask for is like systems. I'm just like, that's like a half a million dollar system you're asking for. That's like three devs full time throughout a year. The other thing you also got to be wary about yeah. is a lot of these companies, it would supposedly be cheaper for them to go in house to get a Magento dev. The issue is one Magento devs are not super common. Yeah. Uh, it is a very difficult platform to do yeah. development on. So when you have young people coming out of university, no one knows what Magento is. You say Magento, they think a Magneto from the X-Men uh, moving yeah, yeah, metal. Yeah. Like, what is this Magento? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Like, uh, not allowed to swear. Uh, what is this? Uh, yeah. Like, well, they don't know. Uh, so that's a challenge that Magento has, particularly yeah. their front end is and uh, do a not, mess. And do not put any developer with no experience to build something from scratch without training. Well, yeah, that kind of alludes also to another know. point that we've had so many clients that have come to us, they have Magento systems and their in-house dev is not a Magento developer, but he's done something well, yeah. there. Uh, and then the worst case, the worst case uh, that we usually get is when their developer is good. Because when their developer is good but doesn't know Magento, he's good enough to find like l at least a little enough hacks yeah to actually make the system still work. So it kind of masks yeah, the yeah. issue that you don't have a Magento dev working on your system. And this is going to lead to cat catastrophe when you want to update, maintain, and uh, the stability of your system. So that's the worst case that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can, so many problematic projects we've inherited where the stuff that people do, mind boggling. Like I didn't even know this was possible. <laughs> I'm impressed actually uh, when, I get to, when I get some of these projects. Yeah, uh, like the core. Uh, yeah, hacking the core, but obviously you do an update that clears out. So yeah. to be honest, uh, and a lot of people, the same thing, if they outsource, it's going to be developers that they, they say, yeah, I did Magento. Yeah. Did they really do Magento? Like what yeah, did they yeah. do? Uh, they downloaded it. Maybe I'm a Magento dev now. You're really not, uh, no. unlike maybe a framework like uh, Laravel or, you know, express for Node.js. It's yeah. like maybe what, uh, two, three weekends and you could ramp up to somewhat competent in them. Uh, and they're all pretty much follow similar principles. Magento is a whole system on top of it uh, as yeah. well. So you really got to learn it and you got to learn also basically e-commerce as well. Yeah. So the whole field of e-commerce, people go and study masters on just studying e-commerce. So you got to learn that as well. So it's, uh, it's quite overwhelming to take in at first. Then they're not lying to you when it says it takes you about a year to get even decent at it. And they have Magento certificates. Yeah. Okay. Magento doesn't lie to you when they say, oh, for the developer plus, you need like uh, 10 years of experience to, to do it. I've seen the questions. You really need to be doing Magento <laughs> for 10 years to get these questions. I mean, that just goes to show how yeah. deep the framework can go.
Yeah, no, no, totally. And actually, you know, there's companies that claims having like dozens and dozens of Magento guys. And it's actually very suspicious because there's not so many. I think just in the province, in this, like, there's like 40 certified guys. Like, there's not so many. I yeah, mean, there's, there's, there's many that touched it, but not knowledgeable enough to say they're a developer. In yeah, you have also a lot of people who have storefronts in Magento. So what another developer will do is you have your Magento here, yeah, and yeah. then they'll have their custom ERP, CRM, whatever it is. And then you just what they do is they at least at the minimum connect with Magento. So they familiarize with the API of Magento, yeah. which is well documented. You're not really a Magento, I mean, great that you've worked with the Magento API, but I mean, at the same time, you can't call yourself a Magento developer yeah. if it's just you're interacting with the API, albeit that's a very good skill to have as well. Yep. Um, especially with the, with the, in the world of services where it's like, it's really now these days, you got your storefront, you're gonna have your CRM else, elsewhere, your ERP elsewhere, even if you have a PIM system somewhere else. I mean, overkill if you have all three, but, right. uh, and you know, your mailing service. So, but to be an actual Mozentro developer, you have to have, you know, overrided modules, yeah, write yeah. custom code and, and there's nothing the that is, that is common in there. Any bugs you're going to figure, you know, that you face are not standard. You know, like did, did Bruno told you about his form bug he had yesterday? Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, he the, did. The, the value, like there was a one. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. So basically, you could get bugs like any other development project. You know, your hover over bugs, your little JavaScript bugs. But man, Magento introduces its own sets of crazy bugs as well. So the framework itself uses aspect-oriented programming. So it's like uh, unique dependency injections are thrown everywhere. So if you get a bug, sometimes it's very specific to the Magento framework. Yeah, yeah. So one, you got to know how to debug these type of issues. Yeah. Uh, not very easy to do. Um, and then if you could kind of look for support on the online right. forum, uh, if there is no support on the online forum for that, it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, good luck where you start. Uh, and you have to also realize the way Magento is set up, it's very modular. So people could be adding things and they have their whole override system is designed in a way that, so like if someone gets an extension for... I don't know, sending out abandoned cart emails, like it added on the system and in theory, it should not interfere with other modules. In theory. Yeah. Yes. So that's why when you download a module, you could have, let's say 20 extensions, well, let's, let's call them on your Magento website. They don't know about each other at all. Yeah. They only see the Magento. Okay. Now the issue is, yes, the whole framework is designed so they don't kind of yeah. fight with each other ever, but when they do, and it happens like uh, if someone overrides basically in the global namespace uh, dependency injection that another module will need and then that right. explodes everything and uh, people don't follow the good practice. Uh, good luck tracing that bug. It's, uh, it's going to take time and this is what clients don't understand sometimes, especially when they extension spam. Like they just buy, okay, I want this, 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 that. Okay, but then oh, something breaks. Uh, okay. Which, uh, which extension it is now? Yeah, which extension is it? And uh, good luck debugging it. Uh, it's like, especially if you don't get a, a good a good error log or anything, it's uh, it could be rough sometimes. And sometimes clients need to be are not. But just to be honest, is more on us to also inform the yeah, client yeah. Oh, yeah, that sure. what they're doing, yeah. what are the potential risks, and and explain to them the technical reasons why this would be difficult if something does go wrong if we do go this path. So maybe a better solution is you know chill on the extensions and uh, think of a more uh, clean and less intrinsic solution. Yeah, it seems to be, um, 
in their belief system that you just go and buy a new extension and you install it and you can have 30, 50 extension is going to be fine. And it's rarely going to be fine. I mean, how many, you know, just in your experience, how many um, or from how many extension did you started to see bugs interacting with each other, you know? Well, I mean, custom, I mean, real custom uh, extension, not the one that comes with Magento, but... Yeah, so yeah, another thing that maybe to clear the air is everything in Magento is a module. Even yeah. the core things yeah. are modules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you get an extension, it is also a module, but I call them extensions just from like a definition standpoint. So when I refer to module, yes, it could be any and a module, it's something that does a specific task in the Magento right. system. But when I refer to like extensions, it's extra mod modules exactly. that you've added yeah. to, to the core as yeah. well. Uh, it's hard to say, really. It's more when the two modules are kind of trying to augment something in a similar field, particularly emails. Uh, there's a kind of famous bug in Magento 2, one of the 2.2 systems to one of the 2.2 systems, like 2.22 to like 2.27, basically, where by default it comes with some Amazon modules. And mm. Amazon, it overrides um, an email, a class that's responsible for generating your emails. Uh, and they override it in the global namespace. And uh, mm. what ends up happening is, for some reason, that causes an error later on. Yeah. So then your, 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 your values for your, your, your email address and the person sending it, uh, so like, let's say the Jason at you yeah. know, x.com, uh, they resolve to null. So then basically when you send it, you're something depending on your hosting provider setup or your email service, they augment some sort of uh, weird mm. value to it. And uh, that's just an example. And that comes in the, that comes with a fresh install of Magento. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's like something. And so anybody else that tries to augment an email, well, uh, this guy just ruined it for everyone. So uh, you got to disable the module or fix the, uh, fix the issue. Um, that's a, that's a good example of one and it comes in the core, but like with every version, keep in mind, this is open source software. Uh, yeah. There always is some core bugs. Uh, we generally, because we see so many types of projects, we kind of know them off by heart. So when someone comes to us with a project, like, oh, install or upgrade this, okay, we're going to get them on 2.27, but we yeah. know all the bugs are already associated with exactly. 2.27. Yeah. Ah, okay, your image isn't loading because you have a JSON error. Okay, I know exactly which file. There's an, there's an issue there. Um, how do bugs still go through from release to release to Magento? I mean, yeah, it's no. a huge system. Even with all the testing they do, they, they still go through. Um, but the worst bugs are generally created by people, not even necessarily extension providers, because if you go to reputable extension providers, usually they, they, their practices are good because they follow Magento practices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're usually fairly competent, uh, more or less. Uh, not always perfect. Uh, but it's really when you have developers that aren't people that write extensions all day start and, and augmenting the system, that's when you come up with the issues. And actually, there's a lot of um, provider of extensions, but not all of them has a good reputation. And, and still, I mean, people buy extensions from unknown people and not supported. So when you upgrade your Magento version and you have no new extent, I mean, that version, that extension doesn't have an update, you're kind of screwed on your new version, you know? Uh, yeah, so you're kind of highlighting another major issue. So let's take an, an extension and it does functionality Y, okay? Yeah. 
it does something. Yeah. So when you go on, oh, so you, you and maybe let's say you kind of know, okay, yeah, there's extensions that does this. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, you go online now. What a lot of people do is they say, ah, oh, okay, there are some reputable extension providers. Example, like uh, Amnesty or BSS Commerce. These yeah. guys are very good at writing extensions. Yeah. So, but you see them, ah, okay, they're charging $150 for this extension. But I have uh, Joe Blow, uh, who released a GitHub stip, uh, s- snippet that does the same thing, uh, and it's free. I just need to download it and then, uh, you know, shove the module in my uh, files, uh, namespace or file structure and then uh, whatever, app code, module name, and uh, <laughs> bang, bang, I'm good. And yes, it might work. It might work then. But the, your little $150 saving trick is going to cost you a lot later. One, it might possibly, the current version might be, have some bugs that you don't yep. know. Yep. Uh, well, let's, and let's use Amnesty as an example. Like, any Amnesty one probably is well tested, so usually yep. it won't have bugs. Uh, yep. And then um, the issue is now when you upgrade. Uh, this guy wrote uh, as a side, uh, side code of uh, this code six years ago. You know how many times I've gone to a project and seen uh, these, Git, these code taken from GitHub right. that are six years old? Their last uh, commit was uh, 2013. I was like, okay, uh, or 2012. I'm like, uh, yeah, Barack Obama was president then, man. I think it's, uh, <laughs> it's time to update here, guys. Uh, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty bad. Uh, and, um, and the other thing is... Uh, if you have an issue with the extension, when you buy from a reputable provider, yes. you could also ticket them, be like, hey, this is not working. Yeah, here are my credentials to my server. Explain the problem. They yeah. might say this, this, that, and, and they'll come in and take a look at them. You have yeah. some technical support. Uh, and further to that, it's then, yes, I agree, the updating. They yeah. provide, you know, most of these places provide lifetime updates. Usually they're free, they're lifetime updates. And then uh, additively as well is, uh, the, again, following best practices. Yep. If you buy from reputable companies, they'll usually offer a composer install. Mm. So to manage the software, it's really composer require, you know, whatever you need to put in to get that in particular module. And then if you ever want to update in the future, it's okay. Uh, Edit your composer JSON. Usually you don't need to because it has a little chapeau in there. Uh, And then uh, composer update and and you're good. And then not only that, it goes in your vendor file which is kind of enforces you to never actually touch the core mm. or modules, which obviously we don't do, but my God, if other people had that, maybe it would really sink in the idea, please don't ever edit the core or edit the extension because you update it and everything's gone. Uh, there's a complicated structure that took us, that takes a good amount of time to learn to do it well, but it's there for a reason, uh, so follow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Talk to me about 2.3 because about a few weeks ago, um, now two, uh, not 2.3, sorry, uh, yeah, 2.3. 2.3 came out, right? Yeah, uh, it came out in, uh, oh, I don't recall. And I remember you told me there was January a couple good things in there. Yeah, they added some sort of a multi-inventory uh, system. I haven't had a chance to really read up on that or use yeah. it yet. Client hasn't had client has had a need for that yet. Yeah. Um, they changed now that they added that with an, uh, with an XML, because they're big on XML in Magento. Right. Like they want oh, everything be declared in XML. So they added now when you do your setup scripts in Magento, mm-hmm. uh, you can now do them in XML. Uh, I learned this the hard way uh, because when I was setting up an extension or yeah, basically a custom module for client that I'm still working on their project. It's a yeah, pretty, yeah, big, yeah. pretty big one. Uh, 
you know, it doesn't really say anywhere in big bold letters. Well, by the way, in 2.3, the right way to do a, your setup scripts is using XML. So I'm doing it the old way. You know, okay, you know, the script and the, you know, big PHP file <laughs> and the setup installer here. And then, you know, create the columns, create, the, you know, blah, 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 this, that. And uh, no, then I eventually found them like, man, this isn't working so good. I mean, what's going on here? And then I'm like, uh, oh, I stumbled upon, oh yeah, by the way, in uh, 2.3, it's uh, use setup.xml or whatever the file name is. And uh, no, it's actually cleaner. Uh, surprisingly, I liked it. Uh, sometimes, yeah. you know, developers are hesitant to change because you're, you're not yeah. what you're used to or comfortable with. Yep. You know, it would have been nice if I knew that just before I started, uh, we're in, okay, why is this not working? Uh, that would have been nice to know. But uh, so they change a few things like that. Uh, but it's like, it's not just the fact is you always kind of want to be Okay, to be honest, what I would recommend is 2.3. So obviously, because it's going from 2.2 to 2.3, yeah. there's going to be some bugs. There's no question about that. And there has been. Uh, but the community is, like, for core bugs, usually the community is pretty quick at yep. solving them. Yep. Uh, so, and then what most people usually do is they wait for 2.31. Because yeah. those initial bugs that people find are patched by the, yep. the core team in 2.31. So 2.31 is out now. Uh, yep. Yeah, I was going to tell. Yeah, so basically 2.31 is out now. And I think... You're kind of leading up to a point where why it's important to stay as updated as you can yes. the latest version. Yes. Uh, because let's just say that um, if I now need to upgrade, let's say I don't touch this website that's on 2.31. Uh, you come back to me in eight months and around 2.35. Yeah. Going from 2.31 to 2.35 is not that bad. Uh, you know, patch a few things. A few things might yeah. change. Update a few extensions. Uh, and most of them won't need to be updated. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's it. You're good to go. Uh, you've given me a day, depending on how many things need to be changed, uh, maybe a day, two days tasks. Right. But now if you had a system that was 2.18 or, uh, or 2. Point, well, I don't know what 2.1, 2.1 uh, or whatever it went up to, 2.1 something. And now you want to go to 2.32. Yeah. Actually, actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, Everything needs to be patched. Uh, exactly. Custom code, uh, your extensions, yeah. and then oh, that's when you go to your extension and you realize oh, you took Joe Blow's code from GitHub and he doesn't have an update. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> there was a there was a client I was dealing with a few weeks ago. Who I think it was like two point one six seven. I don't know. I can't remember. And we we had to do an upgrade. I'm not even sure we went to two point two seven. Was way too far. Like we had to do a couple like that and. Uh, and but no matter what, if you go from 2.1x to 2.2x or 2.2x to 2.3x, it's definitely more challenging than going from 2.31 to 2.32. Oh, yeah, as an example, sure. you know. So, so if you don't do this as you go, yeah, for sure, eventually it's going to cost a lot of <laughs> money to do the whole migration. Yeah, especially a jump from 2.1 to 2.3. So what I recommend for most merchants is that uh, at the very minimum, when a new 2. Point you know, a new level comes in, so yep. the, you know, second digit really, uh, I, I like upgrade then. Cause if you ever want to then do upgrade in the future, it's, it's going to be rough. And obviously you want to upgrade because it's not security, security features. It's huge. I mean, if your site website ever gets compromised with hackers, you could lose your business. It's that bad. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the latest features and stuff. And it's the most, you know, you generally, and, and most, most extensions are compatible. If it's 2.2x, they're compatible for most versions during that 2.2x, right? Yeah, yeah. So, 
extensions provider will sometimes put like a little note we're compatible with 2.2 x so yeah. in theory every version of 2.2 but also magento kind of has rules with the augment like what can they change in yeah. the versions of 2.2 yeah because if they do some changes that's like no that's a whole different you've gone you've gone from not you're not doing a 2.2 to 5 to 2.26 you're now doing like a 2.2 to a 2.3 thing uh, right and kind of extension providers know this so that's when they say oh yeah i'm compatible with 2.3x because they know their code that touches whatever yeah. touches anything in the uh core or anything they know low chance or not possible that that can be edited right, uh, right, right. and their service contracts everywhere so it's kind of taken care of so uh like order attributes for instance uh Magento could change a bit the logic how uh, they handle order attributes uh, internally, mm -hmm. but for any extension that wants to attach custom order attributes to that, it's yeah. uh, you know the get extension attributes uh, function. It's uh, that's going to never change. So uh, unless they do something really messy, it should not uh, mess too much. Right. Magento is, to be honest, Magento it follow it's, it's. How do I say this? It's tough on developers, but it's like some object-oriented purity. Yes. Uh, it's like if your nerdiest professors in university got together and they had a child, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. would be Magento. Right. Uh, it's like, uh, but it comes at a cost. It comes at a cost. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and particularly that front end, which they said is going to be changed soon, <laughs> but that's probably two, three years away. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, yeah. They're going to get off their uh, current what? little thing and they're going to go with something more modern. What they're supposed to change? And how they're Well, they're going to gonna deprecate basically required JS yeah. uh, amongst, uh, amongst other things. So hopefully it's a full rework of their whole little architecture block view and uh, you know, template. Yeah, yeah. And they change it to a uh, uh, more like basically because what you want to attract the young devs as well. Right. People coming out of school. What do they know coming out of school? React JS, yes. you know, uh, Vue JS, you know. Oh, I know JavaScript. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what's required JS? Yeah, yeah. It's a pain in the ass. That's what it is. No, uh, low, low, lesser documentation. The mm. errors are good luck if you ever require require JS here. A lot harder to maintain. Uh, the, and a require JS is basically just what's responsible for loading your files. It's mm. really knockout JS. Uh, right, right, right. As, as well that's the kind of the javascript framework they use as well they also use mm. prototype js so so you got required js okay which no one knows really how to use uh coming out of school particularly uh or if you haven't touched magento you got knockout js anyone heard of knockout js one time a candidate told me one time yeah i mean well knockout js <laughs> the only thing that's getting knocked out is you at the end of summer um <laughs> and and then it's like they're all, I don't necessarily hate so much their, you know, their view block yeah. template uh, structure. Uh, it, it's the layout part of it. There was a view block layout. Right. Uh, the layout sometimes, because it's like, when you have many extensions trying to like fight for, I want to override this layout, I want to remove this block, but this guy who was loaded before you removed this block or this container, mm. it's just, it's very, very hard to manage. But uh, hopefully they're just going to go with a more, you know, API-based front-end where it's really, you can have your own little custom front-end and you're just pinging uh, whatever data you need from a, from a route, basically. They didn't uh, give any, any detail yet? No. So they said uh, Knockout.js is going to be um, deprecated yeah. uh, eventually, uh, but they're looking at maybe two, three years to do it. Because you got to keep in mind, when they started development on Magento 2, um, they weren't, uh, React.js was still in its infancy. Right. So at the time, uh, Knockout.js wasn't necessarily a bad solution. 
albeit that yeah, yeah, no yeah. one knows it except for Magento developers <laughs> exactly and then they cry about it uh, yeah, yeah it makes me feel it reminds me um, it has nothing to do with it but it still reminds me how sometimes those bugs can be crazy remember we had a client actually I think you were involved yeah you were involved in it obviously um, there was there was some weird server side error and we've been looking at it for days with a few guys until we realized it was an option. I think it was pers persistent cart or something like that. Do you yeah. remember that one? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, and, yeah, for some and reason. And had nothing to do with the error, really. Yeah, know? so that, that was, uh, yeah, the glory of the, what was it, 502 or 503? And it was just, yeah, I don't know. We're still not 100% sure, but yeah, the persistent cart, it guess it deals with the cookie and yeah. some JavaScript stuff. So, uh, you know, there was no inclination at all that that was the issue. It's one of those. That's the thing. Every now and then again, you get one of these bugs that are just like, dude, what are you coming from? It's like, like yeah. you don't make sense. The error message I'm getting. And then when you ever do find the solution, it's like, how on earth would that, like whatever you were seeing that kind of, because it's a bit like, when you're doing development work, it's a bit like you're an investigator as well. Yeah. You kind of got to think, okay, what's going on here? What can possibly cause any issue? How do, how do I debug this? Okay, I'm going to try this, yeah. this, this, that in priority of what I think is likely the culprit. And yeah, you yeah. get better with this with one of the knowledge of the system, how good you are as a developer, and simply sometimes just your experience. Like I've seen so many bugs now, I know yeah. where to look uh, right away. But that one was a... Uh, yeah, that was a hard Every one. now and then we get one of these curveballs that are just like, how... Yeah. Like why? Uh, yeah, but actually, actually, yesterday, Bruno. I mean, I'm kind of now the 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 guy who gets vent by Bruno when he's having a a bug and Bruno venting about something. Yeah, yeah. Unheard well, of. Well, when I'm driving home. Unheard of. Unheard of. <laughs> never heard of. But but. What a humble guy. Never never would assume this. Never would assume this. Was telling me that, I think it's a client or one of. Uh, clients employee or whatever recorded a video of what was the error and he was like okay and just tried and no it doesn't i can't reproduce the error to a point where he's like okay i'm gonna freaking do exactly every little thing she's doing and he, okay she's clicking this field clicking this field and then fill the field okay then second field third field Oh, she's not clicking outside that field before clicking submitting. And he's like, click submit and then reproduce the bug. And the bug was coming from when you don't click outside that yeah. single field. So imagine if he, had, he hadn't got that video of the bug, he would have never found it. Oh, yeah. That's like so common. Uh, like, uh, someone will describe a bug and you just simply cannot reproduce it. And just, you know, if you can't reproduce a bug, where do you start? Well, that's it. Uh, it's like, okay, I can try looking. I got to kind of reproduce it to be able to, you know, analyze it. Or at uh, least have something to start yeah, with. Yeah, something like to go an off. error or like, something. Uh, like, that like, would... uh, like you said, investigators, you're, okay, you're starting yeah. off a, uh, a murder that you can't find or something. That's you can't it. find the body. Uh, you know witnesses. You know there was uh, a... All you know was an yeah. alleged. He said this to happen. He yeah. said this to happen. Okay, so this person was killed here. Okay, somewhere, no body, in the, somewhere no in the, videos, yeah. no witnesses, and well, I mean, you, you don't like you don't reproduce murders like you do try to reproduce <laughs> bugs, but I think the the principle is is uh, is roughly the same. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, actually, you said it. You guys are investigators, right? 
Yeah. And 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 I call ourselves Navy SEALs, but you know, investigators are fine. Well, yeah, Navy SEAL at bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Obviously, exactly. and um, but but sometimes it still happened even today that a client or someone. Well, I mean, the one who's paying the bill, obviously, you know, um, gets annoyed because let's say someone spent two days on trying to solve a problem. So how come? Are you spending two days? It cost me a fortune to find that little field bug or whatever. But you know, thinking and investigating on uh, in, in development, whether it's Magento or any other type of software, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. I had a client actually. Uh, I don't do that often, but when I can help someone, myself, I, I do it. And there was a um, this this this. Um, Anyway, I'm not gonna give detail, but this happened, and there was a problem with uploading something. So I go on the server, I search the thing. It took me about two hours to find it, because anyway, had to investigate it, then enable debug, and then and then okay, that must be that. Try it, and the guy complained to me that it took two hours, and actually I didn't even log two hours. I logged an hour and a half, just to be nice, and 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 still was complaining about one hour and a half for that little bug that seems to be super small, right? So there's, um, there's a lack of education and it's hard actually even for us to educate clients that they you know, should be here full time and see how things go because it takes a lot of time to investigate and think and you know, and a guy like you, I know you go to the bathroom and you're still thinking about that freaking bug and... and, and yeah, yeah, and it's, you know, uh, and basically, it's it's even worse is because there's there's looking for a bug on code that you've written, yeah. that you're somewhat familiar with, and then there's sometimes looking for a bug, an issue, or a modification someone Correct. wants to do on code someone else has written. So good example is this: is a lot of clients that come to us, they've already had development work done on their website, uh, and they come to us because it's usually bad, and they're like, okay, this person messed up our website, or this is not working, they're, it's taking forever. But then they come to us and we could see, okay, this was done terribly. This is bad Magento practice. These are clearly not Magento devs. Hmm. But then they complain to us too when they're like, okay, but can you change this, this, and that? I'm like, yeah, sure. But it, it, they don't, it has to take me time to understand what these people did. And oftentimes it's really hard to understand spaghetti code. Yeah. So it's like, uh, and they're like, oh, well, uh, you took you this long for this long. The other guy did it in, uh, you know, uh, an hour or less. Was, yeah. yeah, he also wrote the code. <laughs> I mean, I had and to like yeah. figure out what this guy did. And, it was and like, he, was, well, he, yeah. he was on it for two years. There's like 12 different files I have to trace here too. And you know, I got my breakpoints in like 40 different spots. I'm like, what do you mean? I have like two sheets of white paper where I've written down values. And it's like, like uh, to be honest, uh, the, yeah, the clients, they're, maybe the population in general doesn't really understand, yeah. I mean, the non-developers <clears throat> don't understand the development process or development work at all. I mean, you've had sometimes bugs that might stump someone for one to two days and it ends up being a line that gets changed, yeah. literally a line. Yeah. Uh, that's just the nature of, of web development. Uh, I mean, until people start writing a lot cleaner and better code, it's so <laughs> bugs are always gonna exist. Uh, and also a lot of times bugs are created when people don't take into consider the high level architecture of the system. What is doing what? You've created a deadlock situation yeah. or those are sometimes the hardest. The hardest uh, high-level bugs, especially. Wow, those are tough. Yeah, yeah, and 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 like the the Bruno thing we were talking about. <clears throat> I was driving you home for about 40, 40 minutes or so, and we've been talking about it all the way there. So he was still thinking about, and just using his venting to 
try to stimulate his brain. The next day he comes in and says, I think I found it. Then try, you know, so it's, it's, not, it's not the amount of, it's not during the work day actually only. It's, it, 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 it just follows you at home. It's especially if you're obsessed by it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had some uh, bugs that have followed me home. And, uh, <laughs> uh, it's not too, too fun. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, uh, ah, but yeah, especially yeah, when we inherit uh, particularly projects yeah. that were by other people, man. I, can, I have sympathy for LeBron James when he was with Cleveland uh, in his last season. His teammates were terrible, and he was the only good player. And uh, mm. that's kind of how I feel when we inherit a bad project. So uh, <laughs> sorry, LeBron, if I ever hated on you. But, uh, so Jason James? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I understand now. Uh, <laughs> he'll get back to me on Twitter about that. I'm boys with him. Um, well, cool, cool. And um, yeah, I think that's, um, that covers a lot of, um, of things with Magento 2.3 and, um, and your benching level also. Yeah, uh, 225. Uh, 225. Three 225. Times. Three so times. And I, I had done uh, chest uh, uh, earlier that, like that week. It wasn't chest day at all. It just happened to be that because Tony was talking a lot of smack. I, and I had to coordinate it to get two friends there, one to just spot, uh, not, that, not that I needed it, <laughs> could have done it with one, and then one to record, obviously, and uh, it happened to manage, I, there was two people that I knew. Well, you see, Tony did that for you, Yeah. that gives you pressure just to yeah. do it? And I mean, pressure is usually for something that's hard to do, this was, uh, I've done it before, so it wasn't, uh, wasn't going to bother me at all. <laughs> But uh, I was a little bit shocked that a lot of people in the office didn't believe in me. But uh, Yeah, well, we didn't see your face, but we still don't know uh, if it was. Leo you. did, though, and uh, he's the most important person at the company. So <laughs> if I have Leo's approval, I, I believe in life. You feel I'm good? good? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he's a Brazilian, so now Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is going to be yeah, your yeah, next yeah. challenge. Yeah, I mean, he's black belt. Okay, Leo? Leo? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, don't mess with him. There's no Brazilian here that, that I met that the jiu-jitsu that's the funny thing I yeah. have, you have to be a canadian to do jiu-jitsu yeah and the, yeah and leo doesn't even watch soccer so uh oh boy he's a bad brazilian yeah yeah don't tell him i said that uh he just knows neymar that's it <laughs> yeah sorry leo secrets exposed <laughs> that's good